Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The FT. In a typically tricky week for the Church of England, some jolting news. For the first time ever... A moving image artwork is to be installed for the long term inside a British church. But you'll have to watch it very carefully. The artist is Bill Viola, famous for his super slow motion videos, whose latest installation, Martyrs, is to be unveiled later this month in St Paul's Cathedral. It's a smart combination. Viola's videos are rich in religious references and intensely spiritual in their intent. The slow-mo has a hypnotic effect, the precise gestures and positioning of his characters deliberately evoke Renaissance painting, and their minute shifts of expression are wholly absorbing. It is as if devotion has suddenly acquired an extra dimension. Martyrs is the first of two pieces which will take its place behind the high altar of Britain's most famous place of worship. It will be joined next year by a companion piece, Mary. Together they will address, according to the artist, some of the profound mysteries of human existence. One is concerned with birth and the other death, says Viola, one with comfort and creation, the other with suffering and sacrifice. If I'm successful, the final pieces will function both as aesthetic objects of contemporary art and as practical objects of traditional contemplation and devotion. Elsewhere, another tentative meeting between religion and contemporary art, most of which, let's be truthful, has little appetite for the studious contemplation of profound themes. On Wednesday, Leicester Cathedral will be unveiling Speaking in Tongues, a large-scale painting by Paul Benny, artist-in-residence at Somerset House, which depicts the artist's friends as apostles, with flames hovering above them. Benny says he was inspired by Goya's painting of 1794, Lunatics in the Yard. Unsurprisingly, the imagery in both of these works is connected to Christianity, and yet the artists go out of their way to describe the eclecticism of their own religious feelings. Viola says he's been heavily influenced by Zen Buddhism and Islamic Sufism in his work. Benny's depiction of light emanating from the head as an animation of the spirit has associations, he says, with the pillar of fire in Judaism and the aureole in the sacred art of ancient Greece. Both men's works, in other words, seem devised to look outside their immediate context. Their Christian themes are conduits to broader reflections. Not only is the Church of England unembarrassed by this, it seems actively to encourage it. Indeed, it may reflect what the former Archbishop of Canterbury, Rowan Williams, meant when he described Britain as a post-Christian society earlier this week. Responding to a debate initiated by the Prime Minister David Cameron at Easter over the nature of the nation's Christian status, he explained what he meant by the term. It means the cultural memory is still quite strongly Christian and in some ways the cultural presence is still quite strongly Christian, but it is post-Christian in the sense that habitual practice for most of the population is not taken for granted. A Christian nation can sound like a nation of committed believers, and we are not that. Equally, we are not a nation of dedicated secularists. It was a boldly nuanced response, formulated at his peril, 
These matters are easily and willfully misunderstood. Back in the day, I once helped write a story on my local evening newspaper about a cleric who had advanced a highly sophisticated questioning of the literalness of religious narratives. Later on, I spotted the billboard headline that was supposed to sum up the story. There is no God, claimed City Vicar. It was quite a scoop. For a church that is happy to place doubt as well as faith at the centre of its intellectual inquiry, contemporary art is good news. In its conceptual audacity and forthright challenges to aesthetic conformity, it's designed to stir its audience. That might be said to be the opposite of what a church is supposed to do, but it isn't. Proper religious investigation is, like the best contemporary art, open-ended and provocative. Viola's work, as well as Benny's, stands in opposition to complacency and shallowness. They ask questions, and anything that takes place in a religious setting that encourages more questions than answers sounds good to me. Art, in the meantime, also has plenty to gain from being housed in such spiritually laden venues. There was a reason why they put the work of the best painters in churches for most of Western art's history. We've lost some of the solemnity of that relationship. There is a superficial, even tawdry feel to many inferior contemporary art shows. And when artists play with installations inside gallery walls, the self-referential trickiness of it all can be very depressing. One only needs to think of Martin Creed's Turner Prize-winning work number 227, otherwise known as The Lights Turning On and Off, a candidate for the most infantile artwork of all time. In a world that was not replete with visual images, the Renaissance masters sought to inspire wonderment, fear and rapture among the congregations that admired their work. Today we are cluttered with images, and all of those responses are available at the squeeze of a remote control button. Art needs to find new places to rediscover its impact. Churches are not only an exciting opportunity for today's artists, they are a refuge. For more downloads, go to ft.com forward slash podcasts. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. Coriant provides wealth management services centered around you. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has experienced teams who can craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex. Real wealth requires real solutions. Connect with a wealth advisor today at Coriant.com. That's Coriant.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.